Ronald Clark O'Brien lived with his wife and two children, Timothy and Elizabeth, in Deer Park, Texas, a middle-class suburb of Houston. He worked as an optician and served as a deacon at a Baptist church where he sang in the choir and oversaw the parochial bus program. Those who knew O'Brien considered him a model citizen. One pastor even described O'Brien as a good Christian man and an above average father. In reality, O'Brien had difficulty holding down a job. He was employed by 21 different companies over a 10 year period and fired from each for negligence or fraudulent behavior. In the fall of 1974, 30-year-old O'Brien was on the brink of being fired yet again after his employer, Texas State Optical, suspected him of stealing money. It was later discovered that he was more than $100,000 in debt. He had defaulted on several bank loans and his car was on the verge of being repossessed. Whether out of greed, desperation, or both, O'Brien concocted a twisted plan, one that would alleviate his financial woes and even allow him to live a more comfortable life. He would carry it out on Halloween, 1974. They say a little rain never hurt anyone. So when it started drizzling on the night of Halloween, 1974, Ryan Clark O'Brien decided he'd still take his children trick-or-treating. The family only ventured into a few neighborhoods before heading home. Tragically, by the end of the night, O'Brien's eight-year-old son, Timothy, would be more than hurt. At bedtime, the boy collapsed from unbearable stomach pain and, on the way to the hospital, died. Authorities determined that he had ingested cyanide-laced candy. Days later, they arrested O'Brien for the murder of his son. Now, we've all seen the memes. Check your children's candy. Because I found a Glock <laughs> in his Snickers bar or something like that. And they come loaded. from... Yeah, loaded. Loaded. Right. Glock, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, they all come from, <laughs> a, I mean, an urban legend that I've heard since since we were kids. Because we grew up in the in the 80s where everyone was afraid that of everything having to do with kids. Um and an urban legend that has been largely, mostly debunked um, up until maybe the last 20 years. But there have been a few verified cases of tainted Halloween candy. And this is probably the most well-known, the most high-profile one. Ronald, uh, Ronald Clark O'Brien, they call him the man that ruined Halloween, uh, in which he he poisoned all of his kids' candy. Um it was a random kid too, right? Yeah, he threw a random kid in there <laughs> because God. I mean he had an extra, right? <laughs> well, I don't he want was the cyanide well, yeah, away. Yeah, he had, <laughs> right. make, he had to make it make sure you know it didn't look too suspicious. Right. Um, but he had he had put out a life insurance policy uh, on his son in an attempt to cover up what he had done. He he gave the candy to other kids. Um, now he was uh, he was found guilty. Uh, in June 1975 and was sentenced to death. He was executed by lethal ingestion in March of 1984. Now, however, now a lot of people will say, well, yeah, but he gave the candy to his own kids. The idea of strangers tainting Halloween candy um, is, is mostly an urban myth. And I agree that it is mostly an urban myth, but we have found a few other 
mm-hmm. instances in which um, I, I, I'm wondering if it's one of those things where the urban myth becomes true because because it is right. an urban myth. Right. And uh, we're going to talk about that today on Disquietude. We're not going to talk about why it's been a year between episodes. So don't <laughs> don't be emailing me. Don't it hasn't be. Been a, well, almost oh, almost yeah. uh, since Stacey Evans. And Allie is still here. She's just uh, she's just traveling on business. So my 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 littlest sister is sitting in. Say hi. Hi, disquietude land. <laughs> I'm Tristina. This is Tristina. Yay. But uh, so the four of us are going to talk about the uh, the tampered candy urban myth on Halloween. Can I just say? The first thing I thought about, well, I thought about two things first. Um, you know, I feel like your parents checking your Halloween candy is just a part of Halloween. Mm-hmm. You know, you come home and you're ready to dive into this big bag of candy. And I know at least our parents was like, wait. They pour no. all the candy and out. And they would go through it yeah. piece by piece yeah. by piece. It was the worst thing ever. Um, the other thing I thought about was the witches movie. Tag and Jenny or Kaiser and Jenny, you guys have seen that movie, right? Yes. I'm like, this would have been perfect for them. They wanted to poison and turn all these kids into mice. Mm-hmm. Why not? Just, do it? Yeah. They could have just handed it out on, on Halloween and all this chocolate. They Listen, were and this this what you're talking about happened in nineteen seventy four. I was born in that year. <laughs> and you know, I will say as as the years went by and I dressed up for Halloween, I was more worried about the those plastic masks that we all wore. <laughs> those are way more dangerous. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's funny. There were those costumes. <laughs> those, they smelled plastic. horrible. Oh, God. And they were all flammable. If you got a, Suffocating yes, if you plastic. got a lighter too close on those costumes, yes. you're You were going up instantly. You're dead. <laughs> I used to hate the way those costumes used to smell. Like, I can smell... Like, you I can what remember the about. smell very yes. distinctly. Now, I think that this... You know, so this happened in the 70s. And then right after the 70s comes the satanic panic, mm. stranger danger, mm-hmm. uh, Ad- Adam Walsh. And uh, it was just this, you know, we, we've talked about this in previous episodes, but that whole time to be a kid in the 80s, like your parents were, they were just not going to let you out of their sight. They, they, to them, one guy poisoned Three kids Halloween candy, and that means that everyone's Halloween candy was potentially poison. Plus, we had the Tylenol murders that happened, you know, where someone had uh, poisoned um, bottles of Tylenol mm. in, I believe, the Chicago area. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I don't listeners. remember. But, any, but anyway, but it was just like, you couldn't trust anybody in the 80s, right? Mm-hmm. So, And I remember our parents were like super not trustworthy. I don't know if my... <laughs> I know my dad remembers this, uh, but I... Tiffany does not remember this, but we were at a laundromat one time. No, I remember. You remember that? Where I the guy, remember. The guy tried to give you some food? Right, and, yeah. And daddy was like, don't you give my daughter food? He about, about beat the guy up in the laundromat because <laughs> he tried to give you some food. And the guy felt terrible about it. I'm sure, and I'm sure that he meant nothing by it, but it was just like, you know, at that time in the 80s, 
people were just that careful mm-hmm. with their kids. And I mean, obviously y'all didn't have a bipolar mama like me. <laughs> Cause she let me do whatever. <laughs> Roll you know, around the neighborhood you know by myself. It's, it's like, go trick or treat and buy yourself. It's okay, honey, go ahead. I'll see you when in I was an hour kid, and a half. <laughs> I did have a lot of autonomy. <laughs> I'd be like five or six years old and I'd be like, okay, I'm going outside. Mom would be like, okay. And then oh, we'd <laughs> run off and just do random stuff. Ride your yeah. bike back when it gets dark. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was now, now I would never, uh, our kids are grown, but I would never be like, no, yeah, sure. Y'all just run out and <laughs> just By do stuff. By the time stuff. I was six, we were actually locked in the house. Yes. Oh, wow. Our parents were like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. We, did, we had the, what do you call those locks? The deadbolts. Right, the, but you couldn't unlock it from the inside. From the inside. Oh, if you had oh. the key. You had to have a key to unlock key from, from the inside. inside. Well, damn. Right. None of, we weren't latchkey kids, really. Yeah. Well, so I had a key. You had a key. Because but you, well, because you couldn't just lock your kids in and be like, oh, well, there's a fire. <laughs> you know, there had to be somebody with the key. I mean. So that was me. It had oh, the key. Yeah, I didn't realize you had a key. At least you know they were not up to no good. Yeah. They got burned up in the fire. But yeah, no, our parents, were, that, they were Halloween candy checkers. They were like, yeah, yeah like. And it's funny because they never gave out candy either. I mean, because they had to take us treating. Yeah, we, we went sugar treating every mm, year. We, they never, we gave, never out. gave out candy. We won't talk about the costumes, see. We but. just went unsupervised. They were they were <laughs> they were at the house giving candy. Really, out. me and my brother and sister are like going trick or treating ourselves. Oh yeah! Wow. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, my my brother and sister were older than me, but still, we'd just be like. So, All uh, right, we'll acor- see y'all later. According to Wikipedia. <laughs> It says no cases of strangers killing or permanently injuring children this way have been proven. And right. I think, okay, so that that seems to hold true. Yeah. There haven't been any cases of kids dying Actually from candy injured, right. uh, from strangers. The Ronald O'Brien case, you know, that wasn't a stranger. That was that was his father. But that doesn't mean, that, but obviously we see that there have been many attempts. But because yeah. people have parents like we did and they check their kids' candy they you know i mean find even it the kids would be like this razor blade doesn't doesn't seem like it should be yeah, here i'm not stuff, gonna bite into some, that some of the stuff so let's i might talk, be five but i ain't stupid uh, <laughs> let's talk about uh helen file oh she was um i, I don't <laughs> she wasn't trying to hide what she was doing okay um she put oh, right. she gave arsenic to kids arsenic laced ant traps metal mesh scrubbing pads and dog biscuits That's so right. she was putting in the in the yeah yeah, yeah. So, so she wasn't tainting their candy she was, was in the bag she was just like, she was, ant like trap. she was like fuck them kids <laughs> well that was the thing because um so one of the few people that i could find that actually had a why because my question is why what why she actually had a, a mm-hmm. she was like she was annoyed by she the halloween tradition um but it was because they, they were too old. To a well, she, she she thought the kids that were coming were too old. No, yeah, she was exactly. trying to oh, discourage yeah. older kids from trick or treating. That, that's how you do it, right? She even <laughs> said to uh, have some barbed wire. <laughs> uh, Elise Drucker uh, recounts that when she went to Helen Files' house, she said, "Aren't you a little too old to be mm. trick or treating?" Oh, and then she said she dropped the what appeared to be a load of sugary loot into the three bags and then she said that that when they got home they found out it was arsenic pellets wrapped in napkins 
She said inside the napkin was a bottle cap shaped ant trap with the warning poison. Mm. Wow. That's, that's yeah, and see, obviously none of the kids ate it. That's bold. They're just like, like you know, like, that's I'm not, not even gonna try to hide it. I'm that's just, not like trying to sneak, like. And then you ruined the whole bag of candy. Now they can't eat. Candy. Candy. Right, right. Yeah, it's right. probably leaked out on mm-hmm. something else. Um, the police actually went and found the other trick or treaters that had visited Helen's house. Uh, they found 19 total arsenic really? pellets uh, that were given out. Helen Files' husband. Told the cops, he's like, it was a joke. Now, um, <laughs> now, I'm not a comedian. Okay, I don't tell jokes, but I'm fairly certain that this, no one found this funny. Right. Um, she says she had passed out poison only to the, only to the teens. Uh huh. I was only trying to play. because they were yeah. because they were too old. Yes. <laughs> However, <laughs> in an ironic twist, her own sons. 15 and 16 years old around. Oh, no. <laughs> what? What? So she was going to kill She's other like, Y'all people. Y'all have fun. Right. She was going to kill other people's teens <laughs> for trick-or-treating being too old. But her own kids, fine. Oh, wow. You know what? I don't even have to ask. She was white. <laughs> you said it, not her. <laughs> I, I, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Um, so according to the New York Post, uh, says that this is the incident that is typically credited with sparking the accredited with sparking the Halloween urban legend of people giving out toxic treats. However, they do cite a few earlier cases, including uh, an incident in which a sadist in Texas heated pennies on a skillet <gasps> and scorched children's palms. Wait a minute. So are the kids just. So when I guess back in the day, they put their bags out. I guess, well, I guess back in the day, they were just like, yeah, you just held your hand out like trick or treat. Oh, you didn't have a bag. You just had then? a hand out. What? It's so like, you it's eating said, it. Oh, he's like, here's a, a nuclear hot penny. But what do you use tongs <laughs> to put it in the hand? Right? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> they keeping their hand out. <laughs> he's I, like, hold I, on, let me get your key. I didn't do a lot of research on this incident because I thought. I thought that's kind of stupid. <laughs> Wait, so if they didn't have like bags to hold their candy, were they just eating it along the way? Probably. Is that how that works? Hmm. hmm. <laughs> got some tongs. <laughs> well, in the early days, I guess of of Halloween, it was mostly like homemade stuff. Yeah, like, I, candy you know, apples I, yeah, and things. Yeah, that people made. Say, back in the day, people they made their apples. own treats. They mm. didn't have like you know pre wrapped. Stuff. <laughs> One of the most common themes of this urban myth is razor blades, blades in the apple, in, mm. or in, just in stuff. In yeah. General. Now that had mostly been debunked. However, there was a case in Ohio in 2015 in which uh, a child found a razor blade in a Snickers bar after trick or treating in Reynoldsburg, Ohio. Uh, and they said the the children were finishing up trick or treating, were splitting up candy. And they noticed something strange about the piece of candy. It says she went to bite into the Snickers and it didn't feel right. Wait a minute. Wait. So they stopped and noticed the object in it, which appeared to be a disposable razor blade. And that is actually a statement from police Lieutenant Shane Monger. So this candy looks <laughs> AKA funny. AKA fear monger. <laughs> this candy looks funny, but I'm going to bite into it anyway. You know what though? I mean, first of all, kids are stupid. They're dumb. 
Yeah, we all have, ki- we, right. we have well, kids. You know, they're they're stupid. And so, you know, you're hungry. And, and you know, see, here's the thing. You know your parents are going to check your candy when you get home. You might not get to eat it immediately. <laughs> so you're like, you, you know what? You know yeah. what? I'm going to get a little piece. They ain't hungry. Right that's like now. pure pleasure. That's yeah, addiction. Like, no, that's I need like, yeah. sugar. Yeah, let me, get, let me get this Snickers right quick. Oh, this, this feels weird. Ah, oh, it's a razor blade in it. <laughs> um, so it just said police were, were investigating. I couldn't find anything else about that incident. Yeah, I think I read. They said they believed incident. it might be an isolated incident. So. Or they weren't sure if it was already in there, maybe from. What year was that? 2015. 2015. So fairly recent. Um, See, and that's I what, feel like that, that was that was. That was something we heard about when we were kids, though. Like, well, long see, before I, that. Yeah, but I think it's so where that like, like we talked about. I think it's one of those things where meme or not memes, but urban legends become reality because they're urban legends. But it was straight up the media being like, parents, <laughs> is your Halloween candy safe? Like, check, check it. <laughs> Let's talk about Mr. William Shine. Hmm. So, uh, William Shine, William V. Shine, was a dentist in 1959. The irony. Yeah, I know, right? Him being a dentist. <laughs> and um, uh, he was a dentist in California. Uh, 1959, I believe, is when he decided to get a little crazy on Halloween. Those kids weren't brushing their teeth. You yeah, discourage them. Now he, now he said <laughs> he needed more. Now this is not. I don't. You know. Like I said, I'm a comedian, so I can't tell you if something's a joke or not. He said it was a joke, too. Yeah, but if you give out 450 <clears throat> candy-coated laxatives to trick-or-treaters. <laughs> that's an that's that's even funnier joke. <laughs> now, only 30 like, kids. This only, is hilarious. Only 30 kids were affected. So, you know, those 30 <gasps> kids, those 30 kids, you know, they, yeah, they had a rough night but um so did it look like a homemade piece of candy so you you're probably too young to remember this actually but you used to be able to buy laxatives that were like chocolate they looked and tasted Mm. like chocolate chocolate. yeah and i think you know because it's like dolcalax or something yeah but it was like it was like little chocolate pieces of chocolate it's like a chocolate it looked like a straight up candy bar and um i'm sure they were like you know what Kids could see this and think that it's candy. So I, I haven't seen laxative like that in maybe twenty years. Yeah, but was but, he trying to kill him though? Like I, you know, make him shut themselves to death? Like I mean, like how does that work? Laugh at it. It's not like he would see it happening. He never said why he did it. Like I, I do feel like he, if he was a dentist, <laughs> seriously. Now he he was charged. He's like with y'all the crime. eat too much candy. This he, will make him never want to have candy again. He was charged mm. with the crime of outrage of public decency. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> okay. However that works. I that's don't know. a reach. I don't know about that. Yeah, that's... So, so there's a... They're like, we don't have a law for this. We're just going to... Um... Outrage. Yeah. <laughs> this is outrageous. So like with most urban legends, there's a very small basis of truth. I think uh, here. Very, very small, but like enough to where, like, I think about it. Why wouldn't you check your kids Halloween candy? I yeah. mean, but, but why would you? <laughs> I mean, I guess these, these different scenarios. Let's say none of, let's say none of the, let's say Helen didn't do what she did. 
and Ronald never did what he did, and the dentist didn't do what he did, people would still check their kids' Halloween candy, right? You think so? Check it for what? What are they checking for? I, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, because I, I think... I'd feel worse if I checked well, here, it, and then a, they still ate something that here's like, the thing. killed them, and then I'd be like, I checked it. I, checked it. I missed it. We know. <laughs> oh my God, I'm a terrible mother. We know. <laughs> Particularly from doing this podcast, is there are people out there that just want to hurt little children. Right. And what better opportunity do you have than Halloween? You can remain relatively anonymous. You can sneak Mm. laxative or. But it. But it's clearly it's not a it's not a prolific yeah it's not method that yeah. like people who want to harm children aren't doing it that way because you know what's the reward for they don't even get to see it happen that's what I was saying they don't like you don't most of those psychos want to like they want to experience something well, you can right. see it on the news or hear about it on uh, our yeah, podcast but like <laughs> <laughs> any serial killers listening to this quiet too, that is not an endorsement. <laughs> Um, like what what's in it for them really if they don't get to like right that's the, the one thing it. i think that's this. why it's so uncommon really right. probably that's true you that's know true. plus i, I mean, mean at least at, at, unless there's like a specific kid in the neighborhood mm-hmm. that you know is going to be out trick-or-treating you have a special treat for them then you know that's that sounds very oddly specific, Tiff. Like, do you hey, <laughs> I don't give out. <laughs> she, lives, she lives in a condo, like an apartment condo downtown, I don't, I so there are no kids. I don't give out candy to kids. However, no, just kidding. <laughs> if um, I did, it would be for this one. <laughs> what is it? Okay, what is it with Snickers bars? Uh, there is they're nasty. So in uh, <laughs> they're all chewy and they got like the nuts in them. And the outside like, is not smooth. You, you just kinda, don't, yeah, you just yeah. don't know so what's in there. There was a, <laughs> a a report from 2015. Again, um, Halloween candy had been contaminated with white pills. This is from the Royal Canadian Mounted Police report in Lloydminster. Um, at least two ch- two children discovered pills in their Halloween candy. The first incident. Involved a full blister pack of pills found inside a bag of candy. Okay. And the well, second, uh, the second was a pill inside of a Snickers bar, and they discovered um, that the Snickers bar had been opened and resealed. Mm. The child did not ingest the pill, but they found it stamped the letters APO, and then gave it to police. What's the What's the pill that has APO on it? Tips the pharmacist. Um, I don't know. I want to say that. Sometimes that's the brand, but I, I could be wrong. I feel like it's an antibiotic or something. <laughs> Everybody's Googling. <laughs> What's APO? It's Tylenol. Uh, okay. Ow. Psh. See? Whoa. Listen. But what are they trying to well, do? No, because. Uh, no, yeah, no. So there, there is a drug. A, um, like there's multiple pills. Right. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I think there's a lot of different drugs that have that's APO. That's why they didn't, they didn't it even will know. have APO you know on one what? side they, they and a number what, on the other side. They knew what size it was. They could have said like which kind of pill it was, but they didn't. Yeah, mm. there's there it's APO and then the other side will have some number on it, and that is the drug identifier. Mm. But okay, so but yeah. to to put it inside the snicker and then obvi- and then you know open it and reseal it. Yeah, that's they a lot of work. To, they had to melt it down and get it back right. And then, they did that how many times? Well, the the first time I the first kid I don't think bit into the snicker. It just said that they found a so how they full know blister pack of pills. So if they didn't bite into it, how I've they seen, know? That sounds like an accident. Like 
maybe i don't know like, how I I there's a bunch of I, when i was looking up all this stuff too like there's a bunch of kids that like We'll do that and be like, "Mommy, I found like this crazy stuff in my candy." That's like, true. Like, just there for attention and stuff. Ah. Like, that, kids lie. I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> they do lie. I'm just saying. Uh, the, the Snickers <laughs> biting a pill in a Snickers bar, though. Mm, I don't know. Like, I need to see a photo. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, do they have pictures? They don't have pictures. Um, mm. It that probably happened, but. Yeah, but see, that's where it's, things just get more and more nebulous. But you know, sometimes like, people just do stuff. They do stuff just to do stuff. They do. They're like, true. you know, it'd be funny, dude. If yeah, we like yeah. put this yeah. this Viagra and gave it to a little kid. <laughs> mm. so, yeah, probably like teenagers. Doing probably, that. Yeah. <laughs> this is so hilarious. <laughs> God, teenagers are the worst. They are. That's another podcast episode. I know, yeah. for real. That's another podcast Ooh, total. Uh, yeah. My God. Like an ongoing. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break here. Disquietude, <laughs> your Halloween candy is tainted. We'll be right back. <laughs> Disquietude, we are back. We're talking about uh, the urban legend of Halloween candy tampering. And uh, some some interesting cases from over the years that we found of Halloween candy tampering, but probably not as as the urban legend makes it out to be. Um, however, one another one of the themes of the urban legend is finding needles in your candy, <laughs> and that is something that has happened before. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in two thousand, James Joseph Smith of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, handed out candy that he had poked sewing needles into. Now, none of the victims were seriously injured, but one 14-year-old boy was pricked by a needle. Uh, Not badly enough to seek medical attention. He was charged with one count of adulterating a substance with intent to cause death, harm, or illness. So, you know, as we stated before, if you do a crime like this, you don't really get to see the fruits of your crime but something there had to be something that made this guy say hey i want to stick two inch sewing needles mm. into candy and give it out to little kids right i mean maybe he had something against that particular kid yeah he might have been targeted <laughs> uh they, no but i mean there were multiple kids who uh apparently who got the needle candy mm. um now there's a in Canada, there was another case of um, of a child who was injured by biting into a chocolate bar that contained a needle. Now, there's a picture, but this looked like a nail. This don't like no damn needle. Yeah, that, I, that looks like, like, like a nail. Oh, that's not, um, yeah, that looks like a that's nail not a that sewing you hammer into the wall. Mm-hmm. Now, it, the police did acknowledge that it could be a hoax or a prank. Um... But they, you know, (laughs) they are taking it very seriously, which, I mean, you you really kind of have to. If you're just like, oh, that's just an urban legend. A hoax or a prank. Nobody's doing that. Then then somebody's going to really do it. Uh, In 2018, in Marshfield, Massachusetts, uh, sewing needles were found in packages of Twizzlers. The Marshfield Police Department posted an important warning. On a social media accounts, which normally when I see that, I'm like, that's bullshit. When police like put stuff on social media. (laughs) 
um, said they found two packages of Twizzler twists that contained sewing needles. And they advised everyone to throw away all Twizzlers and inspect the other candies. And there was a picture. I don't see a needle in in this picture in the Twizzlers. Sounds like they got something against Twizzlers to me. <laughs> if they're like, throw away all the Twizzlers. Um, oh, that's okay. Wow. Okay, that's an interesting picture. Uh, Wilson County Sheriff's Department posted a picture in 2018 of a lifesaver's gummy that has a needle sticking out of it. Oh, wait, where's the needle? You see it? Oh, I see it. Oh, now that that, that looks, yeah, be, that would get you right because you just pop that whole thing in your mouth right. versus a candy bar, you bite into it. Ooh. Experts urge parents not to give kids any treats that aren't commercially wrapped. So, I mean. But some of these are wrapped because they have those things where you can. It's a conspiracy by the big candy. Yeah. I mean, really, with the needle, you can stick the needle through the bag and the candy at the same time without opening it. Yeah. Mm. Tris, have you done this before? You notice that, like, all the kids that are getting messed up are the older kids. Maybe it's a worldwide conspiracy. Right. Get these, uh, get get these, these old wrong kids. teenagers off the st- Halloween <laughs> The cult of Helen. What if there's just like a secret cult of, of teenage it's like haters? The witches, like, yeah. Trying to wipe all the kids. They worship out. Helen File and like mm-hmm. every day. Oh. She was the worst. She was yeah, she was the pioneer, I guess, of, <laughs> of Helen candy, File. Of, candy tampering. Like, yeah. That sounds are we saying it P F Yeah, like file feel file a file. Hell oh, file. file. <laughs> Is this yeah. too similar? <laughs> yeah, too. I, I could be I could be pronouncing her name wrong. Uh F P F E I L. I mean Helen. maybe feel. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about is um, <laughs> fentanyl. Fent- fent- fentanyl. 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 So I'm sure that a lot of you are going to see uh, this coming Halloween season a lot of warnings about fentanyl being in not just Wait, candy, but... I'm so sorry. Can we take a moment on this... This is what Helen. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the picture. Yeah, she she looked kind of gangster, right? (laughs) Told you she's white. (laughs) Helen's like, I'm gonna get. She don't give a fuck. I'm getting these kids off these streets. Sorry, I don't know anything. She got the crip crip flag on. It looks. Yeah, it looks right. Read our listeners. Go up. Look up the picture of of Helen. That's P H. Or P F E I L. Look her up. <laughs> Sorry. Would I'm you just... take candy from that lady? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> Where'd they get this picture of her from? Mm-hmm. This is the picture mm-hmm. they used in the newspaper that's article. Straight, that's a straight <laughs> thug life picture. Right. <laughs> right. Sorry. Sorry. You know, it's funny is normally when, when when people who are upstanding members of the community commit a crime, they find a nice picture of them. Put in the media, but not old Helen. They was like, thug life. <laughs> but uh, anyway, you, you'll probably hear reports of this drug, um, not just in Halloween candy, but anyway. First of all, let me make something very clear. I'm sure you guys have noticed that 
no one has put in all the cases that we found. No drugs. The, no drugs. No drugs. No, 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 no recreation. No, nobody is giving away their drugs. Right. Nobody. Man, yes. You pay hard-earned money for those <laughs> yes. drugs. Who is just like, let me give my drugs away for free right. yeah. to some children I don't know. No. Right. But that's what they try to tell you to look out for. Every and it's like, year. Mm, it's like, that's, that's, the, it that's the scare tactic. Oh. Gummies, they look like they look like real gummies. Yeah, well, your children it, are gonna eat them. No, no. Now there, there could be the <laughs> infinitesimally small chance that someone accidentally takes their THC gummies that they got from the dispensary and maybe accidentally, don't blame them. They were super high. Yeah, it's I not mean, there maybe, maybe that might happen. Maybe, probably not, but maybe, but. Otherwise, no one's gonna. I'm not saying it can never. No one's happen. putting fentanyl in. <laughs> no. In their in candy. Okay, so the for DEA the, says. So for for those who don't know what fentanyl is, it is a opiate based uh, painkiller. It is cheaper to produce than morphine and is far stronger, far more powerful. It's like a hundred times stronger. Yeah, it's very morphine. very strong. That's insane. But because it's so cheap and it's easier to manufacture, it is. It is very quickly becoming the painkiller of choice um, in medical circles. Um, and it's a little bit easier to... You know anybody has that prescribed to them? I've never known anybody who's like, so, I have a prescription for fentanyl. So <laughs> most of the time, it's uh, fentanyl is given to patients in low dosage uh, time release mm. gel packs. Um, mm. Given to to people who are like people uh, coming off of um, opiate chemo. addictions. Oh, and, and mm. so in, you know, instead of methadone or other methods, it's probably not something. I mean, is is it usually hospital administered? I, so, I don't like, know. They, they don't keep that in yeah, the pharmacy. They, yeah, it's they, so prevalent. They, they, There's a lot of it out there. Well, so I, like, know that, I know that a lot of times it's obtained by those. Someone gets those gel packs. Mm. And just open and just slices them open, mm. and then you've got you know the liquid substance mm -hmm. in there, and, oh. and and they make it that way. Uh, but and that's when, when I'm sure you guys have seen the um, you know the the scare posts on social media. A woman touched a note on her car, mm. and she got dizzy. And, oh my gosh, she almost died! And she found out that she touched some fentanyl. First of all, it's not that powerful to where it can, it can absorb through your skin. But a lot of people feel like, well, if someone wants to get that liquid from the time release gel pack and put it on something and you touched it well she probably touched it and then went home didn't wash her hands yo, and ate something you know why that's <laughs> that's so prevalent and people are ready to believe that because there was like that video of a cop like yeah no freaking he, like I, oh god like, for, okay so first of all i don't know how out. many they're I, terrified i don't know how many of you have ever gotten a dose of an opiate morphine or whatever in the <laughs> hospital but that shit feels great. You're not going to be like, oh, what's happening to me? You're going to be like, wow. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. I'm going to take a nap. That's exactly yeah. what would happen. Yeah. Um, people act, yeah. Now, you're not out there having seizures because uh, yeah, no. someone put a drop mm -hmm. of fentanyl. Uh, on a, on I just a, touched it and I'm going to die now. Yeah. Don't pick up that hundred dollar bill. Look, <laughs> look, I'm gonna have me some tongs. Yes, get it home, wash it, and air it out. <laughs> oh, but th there has been a, a a lot of talk about, particularly something called rainbow. 
Fence and Elm. So, and this is a D, this is DEA propaganda. Uh, they said they, um, in August of this year, the DEA seized brightly colored rainbow fentanyl pills in 18 states. And they claim that the pills are designed to hook children. On the drug? Mm-hmm. Yes. They said that um, they identified a deliberate new marketing scheme by Mexican cartels and street dealers who want the pills to look like candy to children and young people. And they say, they say uh, DEA administrator Ann Milgram said, in fact, some of the drug traffickers have nicknamed it sweet tarts or Skittles because that's <laughs> what the pills look like. Um, I'm going to say that's bullshit. They do look like sweet tarts. Because... Yeah, but when the DEA is like question for more like be specific what do you mean like like we have no specifics <laughs> I, I, and also like how are you gonna market like what's really think this through like are kids the ones you want to market a drug to? they don't have any money, have any money. Well, right. I, like exactly. you, your nine-year-old has like uh he's just flush with cash like he's just gonna yeah, like first, you gotta like, get yeah. that nine-year-old hooked so you can like you know i'm sorry like that's not yeah marketing drugs toward kids you know especially some a drug that strong, strong. exactly it's yeah. like he's guaranteed to die it's one of these pills no. you know in the picture i don't know what kind of doses that is but like like you might know a, a little up, bit you know? of that kills especially, a full-grown adult especially like, considering so you know opiates are even not fentanyl but just opiates in general mm-hmm. very like you literally have a chance of overdosing yeah on one if you do one because you don't know what your body's tolerance is uh for it like the first time you do heroin, you might die. So, you know, roll the dice. So why are you going to give a little kid? <laughs> I'm just, I'm not saying like all drug dealers are like especially, that savvy. Especially but like for they, free. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, kill mm-hmm. off the Let's put buddy. them in the, in the Halloween candy <laughs> to get them hooked on it. No. But that's uh, always been like this. Um, they've always, there's always been this campaign in which they try and make you believe that drug dealers are targeting mm-hmm. children. Ever mm-hmm. since we were kids and went through the D.A.R.E. program. Dare. The, okay, first of all, the first I thing I blame they, Nancy Reagan. The, the, the first thing they would say to you, I remember like sitting in fourth grade and they're like, so drug dealers, they're always going to give you the first few drugs for free. Mm. And then I got older and found out that that is not no. true. Yeah, right? Try, yeah, try and go smoke for free for somebody. Yeah, trial, trial pass. Yeah, not going to. No, because then they get you hooked and you come back. No, it does not work for that. No, nobody, especially. I wonder, why did they tell us that? Because it's scary. Because you're a little kid. You don't know. You don't. You don't I mean, know. I don't remember them telling me that, but I remember that that <laughs> little, Nancy Reagan told you that you weren't dare, listening. The dare. Line. I just remember the dare. My friend, sidebar, she had on a dare to keep kids off drugs sweatshirt, and I was like, oh my god, I want that. It was like a hoodie. It was cute. I think she said she got it from Paxson. It's kind of funny. It's kind of funny because now dare is like a joke that you can wear something like yeah. that. I, like, like ironically, like ha, dare. Um, but back in the day when we was kids. Like, you know, y'all you know, lost we were the kids. World it was like, I was like, 
Um, <laughs> when we were kids, though, they were like, you know, Darren was. You like you took the pledge. I pledge not to, yeah. not to smoke weed what or whatever. What is song too? I don't remember a dare song. Uh, mine was drug. Uh, what is it? Drug free, smoke free. No, that was when they were trying to tell you not to smoke. Smoke free class of two thousand because uh, okay. I graduated in two thousand. Now they're telling kids. Now they're telling kids not to vape. So kids, you can't have any fun. No drugs. No drugs. No, no rainbow opiates. No vapes. Nothing. Well, now you can't. You have to be 21 to buy cigarettes, oh, really? which is ridiculous. That's kind of oh, ridiculous. Really? I didn't know. Yeah, that. they just uh, President Trump passed that law right before he went out of office, which is weird. He was like, you know, what? nobody like, smokes cigarettes anymore anyway. It's all vapes. Everybody vapes. Well, a lot of people felt like that there was a. This is a complete off the rails conversation, but you know, there was a push from big tobacco to stop kids from vaping. Because mm. people weren't smoking anymore, they were vaping. Oh, so don't watch so, out for the popcorn line. Yeah, there became like this whole. <laughs> now there was, you know, tobacco lobbyists. Now there are like vape industry lobbyists mm. that were pushing to get the the federal tobacco age moved up to twenty one. I don't 21. think I know anybody under twenty five that smokes cigarettes. Like yeah. everybody that smokes cigarettes are older. They're older, yeah. Older. Mm-hmm. yeah. Everyone that does fentanyl is apparently eight. Because, <laughs> 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 I mean, Skittles. Yeah. They look like, they look like, you know, okay, little kids are they, they are stupid, but I'm going to give them some credit here, okay? If you handed this, you first of all, if you like took a fentanyl tablet and chewed it up, it would taste like absolute shit. You, you, you spit it out, okay? So... I will take this opportunity to say the Adderall tastes like candy. It's sweet. Adderall tastes like candy? But that is because (laughs) that is because Adderall is designed specifically to be given to children. It is. So I've only taken the the extended release. I mean Adderall Adderall and it's the same. So but you know it's easier for kids to take if if it tastes like candy. So uh, before we go, the last thing I want to touch on is more of the history of this urban legend um because this one is is one of those ones that is kind of fascinating to me because it's been around for so long and it hasn't like you know a lot of urban legends kind of um dim over time as technology gets better and but this one has not in fact it's probably gained a little bit of steam as we've seen here with the dea Mm. coming in and i think as as the copycat effect starts to take over um you will see people doing this just because you know the idea of it exists but apparently this myth goes all the way back to the industrial revolution which was um in great britain and the united states part of continental europe (laughs) from about 1760 to about the mid 1800s and uh, food production was being moved out of the home or local area and it was made in familiar ways by known and trusted people and then suddenly strangers using unknown ingredients and unfamiliar machines and processes so you got to realize before Mm. the industrial revolution your food was always came from people you knew yeah Mm. or people that people knew in your community after the industrial revolution you were getting food from 
factories or or you know mm. you know food was being shipped to you you had no idea where it was coming from um so that automatically caused a distrust of what people were consuming and some doctors publicly claimed they were treating children poisoned by candy every day mm. and if a child became ill and had eaten candy then the candy was widely assumed to be the cause uh, however, no cases of illness or death were ever substantiated. <laughs> in the 1890s and 1900s, the U.S. Bureau of Chemistry, in conjunction with other state agencies, tested hundreds of kinds of candy and found no evidence of poisons or adulteration. Uh, they, the tests actually revealed that inexpensive glucose was in common use for cheap candies and that some candies contained trace amounts of copper from uncoated mm. copper cooking pans. Oh, and that, those pennies. And that coal tar dyes <laughs> were being used for coloring. But there was no evidence of poison, industrial waste, garbage, or anything else alleged to be present. Uh, eventually, the claims that children were being sick and by candy were simply attributed to indigestion or food poisoning due to, due to improper cooking, hygiene, etc. Well, isn't it funny... I just thought about something you said mm -hmm. at one point. People only ate foods that came from other people, people mm -hmm. they know. Then it started coming from manufacturers. And mm -hmm. But think about now, potlucks. People don't want to eat other people's yep. food. Right. It's You're like right. the total opposite now. Yep. Like, <laughs> what's wrong with potlucks? Oh, you eat the potlucks? I eat the potlucks. <laughs> you don't trust the people you go to a potluck with? That's I mean, at work. <laughs> It depends. Uh, I it mean, depends it depends on, on the potluck. Right, exactly. Like, like if, the if we did a potluck, yeah, sure. If our yeah, 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 yeah. Did a potluck, but that's like different. the work potlucks are always yeah, you right. Like, I'd be like, where you get that sweet potato pie from? If, they, if it's not Patty Labelle, <laughs> I don't want to eat it. Patty Labelle, that Patty Labelle pie? No, nah, I made this dog. Patty over in finance that made it. Nope. Um, other cases, um, <laughs> 1964 was, uh, so the, the year of Helen who she was from Long Island, New, uh, Long Island, New York, by the way. So that, she that's, like yeah, she, she was, was from New York, yeah, from New York shit, <laughs> um, in Philadelphia. So, you know, Philadelphia is like New York light. Um, there were reports of lye filled bubble gum and rat poison. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. The lye filled bubble gum was being handed out in Detroit. And the rat poison in Philadelphia. What if Helen was traveling like around? Mm. Right now, that sounds oddly specific. The, like, yeah. Yeah. North, <laughs> she was like, she was like the wannabe like teen serial killer. She was like, I just want to get rid of these teens. They're a plague on this country. <laughs> Maybe she was on something. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I mean, teens are pretty insufferable. I, I, um, I'm now, not saying I don't like, yeah, understand yeah. where she's coming from. So to, to close it out, there are a few actual cases of of misattributed poisoning deaths that are important to note because these um, these contribute to the myth. Okay, in 1970, Kevin Tostin, a five-year-old boy from Detroit, died after finding and eating his uncle's heroin. Oh, right. The family attempted to protect the uncle by claiming the drug had been sprinkled in the child's <laughs> Halloween candy. Okay, so. Sprinkling heroin yeah, on Yeah, yeah, that's it's just. The, it was just the heroin fairy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't. 
Oh, that old Halloween hair and fairy. Yeah, and that's Franklin. That what a bizarre. That whole thing is bizarre that you can't eat your heroin. But yeah. What does heroin taste like? It can't yeah, taste good. Yeah. I'm sorry. It can't <laughs> well, be good. Know, if you're five, though, you wouldn't have to eat you're a like, whole lot. You're like, nom, nom, nom. You wouldn't have to eat a whole lot to, to overdose on it. What this? So when the police came and they were like, look, well, first of all, you call the, the cops and they come and they, you know, they take, I don't know what happened. The little kid was saying there and then he died. They do a toxicology report and they're like, um, this kid overdosed on heroin, and you're like, "Oh, somebody must have sprinkled in his oh god!" Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> that's what that's obvious, right? I, I want to know how that. <laughs> I have to read up more on that. Let me um, get this needle on my arm. I'll help you search for the culprit. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and it's weird. They're trying to protect the uncle. Why? Mm. Why are you doing that? <laughs> because in the toxicology report, that don't that's not like instant. That's like like right. two months later. Right, right. So y'all just chilling. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the toxicology reports came back. <laughs> wow. Oh, somebody just I mean, sprinkled some heroin. Isn't that how law enforcement works? <laughs> yeah. They just sprinkled some heroin in there. We're good. Mm. Oh my god. Nothing to see here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Young <laughs> Oh, that's you know what? Oh, you know what? Now that you mention it. <laughs> Someone did sprinkle some heroin in his candy. Oh my god! Thanks for letting us know. Uh, in 1978, uh, yeah. in 1978, Patrick Wiederhold, a two-year-old boy from Flint, Michigan, Wiederhold. It could be Wiederhold. Uh, he died. Uh, he died after eating Halloween candy. However, toxicology tests found no evidence of poison, and his death was determined due to natural causes. Wow, that's crazy. How old was he? Two. He's only two. I don't know. Maybe he had like some other allergy. I don't know. know about. Maybe peanut allergy. He ate some. Or in there something you can put. You can kill someone with this not detectable. Mm, mm, mm. There were several um, of these uh, I looked, and there was like a kid that they like the media tried to be like, "Oh, this kid died on Halloween. It was the candy," <laughs> and the parents were like, "No, like." She had a heart condition. Like she had an enlarged uh, heart, mm-hmm. and like she just that it's happened that night. Mm-hmm. It was no, it's the candy. Um, it's in 1990, Ariel Katz, a seven-year-old girl in Santa Monica, California, died while trick-or-treating. Early press reports blamed poison candy, despite her parents telling the police, oh, "There you go, yep." But she had previously been diagnosed with a serious medical condition, an enlarged heart, which was the actual cause of death. Oh, it's Halloween. It must be the mm-hmm. wow. Yeah, so the media jumped up. They didn't even ask. See, that's what I'm or, saying. Yeah, they they, they really love the fear monger. You know this. Like we all like grown up with like uh, the local it, news being like, "Is your candy safe?" <laughs> like, but you know, I mean, it, it, honestly, it pulls big numbers, big ratings, right? Is it, the moon trying to kill you? Yeah. <laughs> like, it, we and I've seen on oh, social God. media where is there, it? I uh, better like, tune in at eleven. There are like people making serious <laughs> posts about. You know, uh, check your kids' Halloween candy. So, always. Um, in 2001, a four year old girl in uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, died after eating some Halloween candy. There was no evidence of poison candy, and she actually died of a strep infection. Mm-hmm. See? Halloween candy can trigger some underlying medical conditions, <laughs> apparently. Just like COVID. Now, we talked, we talked earlier about how the 80s in particular was like a hotbed for this kind of 
thinking. In 1985, ABC News did a poll and found that 60% of parents feel their children would be injured or killed because of poison Halloween candy. Not by anything else. Right. Not getting hit by a car or... You're not scared all year until October <laughs> <hits>. <laughs> Right. But yet they kids be out there. Right, yeah. Trick or treat. Right. They'll be out there. <laughs> We're going to let them do it anyway, but we know they're... Their chances are not good. <laughs> they might not come back, but go ahead, have fun. Do you know how people <laughs> eat their kids' Halloween candy? Like, what if an adult ate, you know, one of these tampered yeah. pieces of candy? All right. Well, I think that we have covered all that can be covered for Poison Halloween candy. For the most part, there's nothing to worry about. Go out, trick or treat, have fun, be safe, eat candy. And check it first. Yeah, or, still uh, check it. Still might check be it. a needle in it, yeah. heroin. Uh, arsenic, uh, yeah. a scrubbing, wool scrubbing pad. Uh, might be a burnt. The ghost of Helen. In there. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so also, uh, has anybody else watched the show Chucky? No, you told me to watch it. Great show if you, it, if you like it? the child's play movies. But uh, there's one episode where Chucky goes trick or treating, <gasps> and he's wearing a Hello Kitty mask, so he just looks like a little kid trick or treating, uh, and he gives a lady an apple with some razor blades. What? And she eats it. Um, well, so God bless Chucky, <laughs> and God bless you guys too. Uh, thank you for those of you who have stuck around and like, <laughs> we still get, we still get like a thousand listens a week and we haven't published an episode in forever. So, uh, that's how I know you guys are loyal. So thank you guys that, that have been loyal and will continue uh, to be loyal. And hopefully you hear our lovely voices again next week. Goodbye. Whoop, whoop. <laughs>